Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Ruth chapter 2. Now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone whose eyes I find favor in. Naomi said to her, Go ahead, my daughter. So she went out and entered a field and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. Just then, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they answered. Boaz asked the overseer of his harvesters, Who does that young woman belong to? The overseer replied, She's the Moabite who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. She came into the field, and she's remained here from morning until now, except for a short rest in the shelter. So Boaz said to Ruth, My daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field, and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting, and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you, and whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink of water from the jars that the men have filled. At this she bowed down with her face to the ground. She asked him, Why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? Boaz replied, I've been told all about what you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with a people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you've done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. May I continue to find favor in your eyes, my Lord, she said. You have put me at ease by speaking kindly to your servant though I do not have the standing of even one of your servants. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, Come over here, have some bread, and dip it in the wine vinegar. When she sat down with the harvesters, he offered her some roasted grain. She ate all she wanted and had some left over. As she got up to glean, Boaz gave orders to his men, Let her gather among the sheaves, and don't reprimand her. Even pull out some stalks for her from the bundles and leave them for her to find and pick up, and don't rebuke her. So Ruth gleaned in the field until evening. Then she threshed the barley she had gathered, and it amounted to about an ephah. She carried it back to town, and her mother-in-law saw how much she had gathered. Ruth also brought out and gave her what was left of what she was eating at dinner. Her mother-in-law asked her, "'Where did you glean today? Where did you work?' Blessed be the man who took notice of you. Then Ruth told her mother-in-law about the one whose place she had been working. The name of the man I work with today is Boaz, she said. The Lord bless him, Naomi said to her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing kindness to the living and to the dead. She added, that man is our close relative. In fact, he's one of our guardian redeemers or kinsman redeemers. Then Ruth, the Moabite, said, he even said to me, Stay with my workers until they finish harvesting all of my grain. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It will be good for you, my daughter, to go with the women who work for him, because in someone else's field you might be harmed. So Ruth stayed close to the women of Boaz to glean until the harvest was finished, and she lived with her mother-in-law.
Now, friends, I want to just comment briefly on this chapter because it continues to set the stage for much of what's to follow. So in this scene, Boaz is introduced into the picture. Boaz is um, someone who is related to Naomi, uh, related to Naomi's husband, and so he's a close relative of the family by marriage, and that becomes really significant as we move forward. So Ruth goes out to glean from the fields. It was the custom in those days that poor people could pick up the leftovers after the harvesters. It was actually um, written down in the Torah, in the Law of Moses, that it would be permitted for the poor people to do that. So Naomi says, sure, Ruth, go ahead if you want to go out and glean from the leftovers. And then verse 3 says, as it turns out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was part of the family. Now, it's an ironic statement. As it turned out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz. Or it just so happened that she ended up in the field. Of all the fields she could have possibly gone to, she goes to this man, Boaz. Friends, the hand of God was guiding the young woman to end up in that particular field. Um, I don't believe in coincidences for such things as this, and you'll see that God's hand was moving behind the scene as we go forward. So Ruth is gleaning, and Boaz shows up and said, who's that, who's that young woman? They said, that's Ruth, the woman who came back with Naomi after her husband died to take care of her, the Moabite woman. So Boaz was impressed. He knew about her. And in verse 8, he speaks to Ruth. He says, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field, and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along after the women. I've told the men not to lay a hand on you. And whenever you're thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. So Boaz gave Ruth special favor. Ruth received favor because of her virtuous actions and her connection to the mother-in-law and profession of faith to the God of Israel. So they exchange blessings. She bows down and she says, um, sir, you know, why have you been so kind to me? I'm just a foreigner. I'm an alien. And Boaz replied, I've, I've heard about you. I've been told about everything you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and your mother and your homeland. You came to live with, with us, a people that you didn't know. And then he said, verse 12, may the Lord repay you for what you've done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you've come to take refuge. And by the way, friends, there's a lot of blessings in the book of Ruth like this one that are applicable to all of us. I just speak that blessing again over you. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you've come to take refuge. And then Ruth responded. She said, may I continue to find favor in your eyes, my Lord Boaz, and uh, uh, you've put me at ease. And so Boaz gives further instruction to the gleaners to leave a little leftovers for Ruth, and she has a good day of gathering the leftovers and goes home to her mother-in-law. And her mother-in-law sees how much stuff she brought back, and it was more than what's typical for somebody picking up the leftovers. And so she says, where'd you work today? Obviously, some man took notice of you and had kindness on you. And so uh, Ruth told her mother-in-law that it was the field of Boaz. Now, listen to Naomi's response, verse 20. The Lord bless him. 
He has not stopped showing his kindness to the living and dead. And she added, that man is a close relative. He's one of our guardian redeemers. And this is from the NIV, guardian redeemers. Uh, The complete Jewish Bible calls him a redeeming kinsman, and some other versions call him a kinsman redeemer. Now, what does that expression mean? Well, in Israel, in the law of Moses, there were provisions made for a married man who died before having children for his next relative, his brother, and then uh, the next oldest brother after him, and so forth, down to the cousins and relatives, to marry the widow so that the widow would, would, A, be provided for, but also a child would come out of the union. The man who had died had to be childless for this kinsman-redeemer situation to go into effect. And so the, the raising up of a child was very important to carry on the family name and to keep the property that was owned by the family in the family's name. And so an heir um, needed to come into the mix, and the, the tradition of this kinsman-redeemer was put in place. More on that later. But friends, notice the, the exchange of blessings that takes place. Boaz blesses Ruth. Ruth blesses Boaz. Naomi blesses Boaz. There's all of this uh, blessing, and it's all in the name of the Lord. They're blessing each other in the name of the Lord, and they're thanking the Lord for the Lord's favor and provision and the Lord's um, influence on their behavior. So, Lord, we thank you as well for your influence on our behalf in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for the influence you've had on our character and our development, Lord, on our protection and our provision. Lord, all of these things are your domain and within your purview, and we appreciate all that you do for us, all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We thank you, God. We love you. We worship you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.